You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 200, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show, episode 200, why it's time to choose yourself. This is an important episode. I am sure that on She Runs the Show, I have talked about this, I don't know, at least 20 times on a previous She Runs the Show episode, but it is something that I'm going to continue to come back to because I think, especially as women entrepreneurs, we don't really understand what this means and we don't necessarily do it very well. So on episode 200, I want to talk about why it's time to choose yourself. Now, first, let me say a couple of things. I I send out a daily email every single day to my list because one of the key things that I want to have a get it together talk with them about every single day is what we're about to talk about in this episode. You've got to choose you. There is no way around having the life that you say you want if you are not fully and completely prepared to choose yourself. So if you want my daily dose of inspiration, I call it my daily get it together talk with my email list and with myself, then you can go to tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. That's tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. And you can sign up for the daily dose of inspiration. They're emails that I send out every single day. They are written fresh every single day, which is why sometimes you'll get them at nine o'clock in the morning. Sometimes you'll get them at eight o'clock at night because they're not, um, pre written, pre scheduled emails. I'm literally sharing with you what I'm feeling on that day, what I'm learning on that day, and what I want you to really be inspired to think about on that day. So you can get the daily dose of inspiration at tinyurl.com forward slash daily KV daily dose. That's tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. So let's talk about this choosing yourself thing, right? Because a lot of people think they are choosing themselves. They think that they are making themselves a priority because they do things like self care and they, they make time to meditate and to write and to journal in a way that maybe they never have for, for years or for decades. And so in that way, a lot of people will look at their lives and they'll look at their business and, and they'll say, well, of course I'm choosing myself. You know, I, I go to the gym five times a week. I do a massage every other week. Um, I meditate every single day. Of course I'm choosing myself. And I, I'd like you to question that a little bit. In fact, I'd like you to question that a lot because, and I want to be really clear about what I mean when I say it's time to choose yourself. Um, <clears throat> James Eldritcher wrote an amazing book called Choose Yourself. And I, it, it, it's on my shelf. I've reread it at least three times. I'm probably going to reread it again because what he, what he gives you in that book is so strategic and so tactical, but so life changing that if you're not doing at least some of the things that he's talking about in, in choose yourself, then you're kind of missing the whole boat. But I'm going to sort of connect to James Algerture's work when I say you've, you first got to know what choosing yourself really means for you specifically in your life. And when I think about what it means to choose myself, it really comes down to a number of things and it has nothing to do with self care. It has nothing to do with massages. 
It has nothing to do with, with meditating every single day. When I think about what it means to choose myself, what really comes to mind for me is choosing myself really is all about me living the life that I was born to live, me making myself the priority, not a priority. There's a difference. There's a difference between being a priority in your life and being the priority. Uh, and, and by saying I'm making myself the priority, that means I come first. I come first. And a lot of people feel really selfish when they say things like that. A lot of people feel like, well, no, if you have kids, you can't come first. If you have a spouse, you can't come first. If you have a job and you don't really like it, you can't come first. If you have a business and you're serving clients, you can't come first. Here's, here's where I really disagree with that. For you to fully love and take care of and serve all of those things that I just listed, you've got to come first because you have to be full. And if you're not full and you're giving from an empty tank, it might look like you're giving a lot to other people, but actually you're giving them what little is left of you. And you're also doing it very resentfully. Resentfully is a word. Uh, you're doing it from a resentful place because you're empty and yet you're struggling to give and yet you're not filling your own tank. So you're depleted. You're giving from a depleted place. And whether you know it or not, the people that you're giving to, although they'll so say thank you, they might expect it or demand it. They know that you're giving from a resentful place because you can feel that kind of giving. The kind of giving that's from obligation feels a different way than the kind of giving that is given from a vibrant sense of I'm so full and I'm the priority in my own life that I could just give because, because I'm so full and I have so much to give and I, I'm giving to myself first. So when I talk about choosing yourself, I am not talking about all of those, you know, little things that people seem to think means you're choosing you, which may not actually mean you're choosing you. When I say it's time to choose yourself, I mean, it's time to make yourself the priority, not a priority, the priority. Now, is there some collateral damage that comes with that? I mean, that's, this is the thing that most people are afraid of, right? They're afraid to I mean, a lot of people are afraid to put their business first because they're afraid of the relationships they'll lose. They'll lose their family. They'll lose this. They'll lose that. I see people who have dreams of, you know, writing a book, but then the time it's going to take to write a book, they, they feel like they'll lose, you know, again, relationships, family, connection, all of these other things. We're so afraid to lose things. Here's the problem with that. If I constantly live in fear of losing the things in my life that are supposed to unconditionally love and accept me and that are, that I say are meant for me, then one of us is lying. Like one of us is lying. Either I don't really believe that the things that are in my life are for me, so I'm constantly grappling with trying to desperately find ways to overcompensate so that they'll stay, or the things that are currently in my life actually are not for me, and they do not unconditionally love and accept me, and so I am hustling for my worthiness with them and calling it love when it's not. Like somebody's lying if you can't pursue 
with your whole heart the things that you were born to pursue because you think that by you being you, you're going to lose them, whatever or whoever them is. So what am I saying? Let me give you some quotes that really encapsulate why it's time to choose yourself. First quote, I love this one. I've quoted it many times. The woman you're becoming will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. Choose her over everything. Last part is really important. Choose her over everything. Yes, there's a price to pay when you choose yourself. There is a, sometimes it's a heavy price to pay because the things or people that were in your life prior to you choosing yourself, they're in your life because you chose them first. They're in your life because of, of, of you being willing to hustle for your worthiness and let them, letting them be the decider of how worthy you are. That's why they're there. And so, yes, when you start to choose yourself, becoming that version of you will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. But at the end of the day, you've got to say to yourself, I'm going to choose me over everything else unapologetically. And whatever leaves my life wasn't meant to be there in the first place and certainly wasn't meant to stay. And you've got to get good with that. So that's the first thing. The other thing is this. There's a, there's another quote and I, and I did an episode on boundaries, probably a number of them on the She Runs the Show podcast, but recently I did an episode on boundaries. And, and this is a boundaries quote, right? Because it says, you are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. How many times do we set ourselves on fire to keep other people warm? You know what's funny about that? It doesn't even keep them warm for very long, but we just burned ourselves to a crisp for them. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. You are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Here's the thing when you do that. When you are compromising you to accommodate them, you are sending a horrible message to yourself that you are not a priority, you are not the priority, and you're not worthy of more than that. But you're also sending a horrible message to the person that you're setting yourself on fire for because essentially what you're saying by doing that is that you don't actually believe that they are strong enough within themselves to actually keep themselves warm. You are actually saying to them that they're not enough for themselves because you're the one who has to die to keep them alive. Do you see the kind of message that sends? And Unfortunately, we do this a lot with our own children. We are like, well, you can't live without me. You need me. I've got to be able to be there to do this for you. You'll never be able to do it on your own. No, don't send that message to your children. Don't send that message to your kids when they're two. Don't send that message to your kids when they're 22. You are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. It's time to choose yourself. Here's the other thing. Great quote by J.R. Rogue says, Sometimes they don't break your heart by leaving. Sometimes they break your heart by staying. Sometimes you break your heart by staying. I'm going to, I'm going to read J.R. Rogue's quote again because I really want you to hear this because this connects deeply to choosing yourself. Sometimes they don't break your heart by leaving. Sometimes they break your heart by staying. Sometimes you break your heart by staying. This goes back to this whole thing about the woman you're becoming will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. Choose her over everything. I, I don't know why we try to keep seasonal people permanently in our lives. But there are lots of affiliations that we have personally and professionally where we know that person is seasonal. We know this is a temporary experience, but we try to make it a permanent destination because 
I don't know what it is. I, I, I mean, if I knew what it was, I'd write a book about it. I don't know why we do that. We all do it at some point or another. But you know, you have somebody who you're an entrepreneur, they're an entrepreneur, you guys kind of started together, you, you know, you feel like you need to be loyal to them, but you're catapulting in your business. And the other person is sort of stagnated. They're a little bit jealous of you, maybe a lot jealous of you, but you feel like you need to keep them in your circle because you started together. And what would it look like if you, you went your separate ways and, you know, they'll think you're stuck up or you're too good for them. Here's the thing. That's not what any of this is about. This is about the the season and nature and the timing of people being in and out of your life. Some people are meant to be there for a day. Some people are meant to be in your life for years. Some people are meant to be in your life for weeks. Some people are meant to be in your life forever. And it is up to you to listen to your intuition and know which season or which type of person you're dealing with. And when you know you're dealing with a person whose season or time of being in your life has ended, you need to not break your heart by staying in a place you should not stay or, you know, have them break their own heart by staying in a place they should not be. Like at some point, somebody's got to be the grown up in the situation and say, you know what? Our time has passed. It's over. And a lot of people want to hold on and cling to situations where, listen, maybe your business partner shouldn't be your business partner anymore. And yeah, maybe that person's going to talk really badly about you and you say, hey, it's time for me to buy you out or it's time for us to break up this company or whatever. But why would you, why would you betray your inner knowing so you could look good to anybody else or so you didn't have to be the bad guy? You're going to have to be the bad guy in lots of situations. And guess what? You're going to be the villain in lots of people's stories, even when you're not actually the villain. Get good with it. But don't keep people in your life for longer than they're supposed to be there. That is not choosing yourself. That is actually the opposite of choosing yourself. Choose yourself by allowing people to come and go as they are meant to. Here's another quote that speaks to why it's time to choose yourself. But I want to, I'm going to give you these last two quotes. They're by my, one of my favorite writers, R.H. Sin. So R.H. Sin said to the woman reading this with a tired soul and a restless heart, I hope you find the courage to choose yourself. Let me read that again. Art Sin just drops the mic all the time. You should make sure you follow R.H. Sin on Instagram because it's amazing. I did a whole episode on quotes from R.H. Sin, so you need to look for that episode too. To the woman reading this with a tired soul and a restless heart, I hope you find the courage to choose yourself. You know, when you have a tired soul, sleep doesn't fix that. When you have a restless heart, um, a massage doesn't fix that. And so at the end of the day, it does take courage to choose yourself. It does take courage to say, I'm the priority and I'm unapologetically saying that. And anybody who's not good with that can go where, as Beyonce would put it, to the left, to the left. But there comes a moment in your life where if you do not become the woman who has the courage to choose yourself, you will become the bitter person who regrets not having done so at 95 years old. Who do you want to become? Have the courage to choose yourself. Final quote, Art Sin again. One of my favorite quotes. And Art Sin said, alone by herself, she built the kingdom that she wanted. Alone by herself, she built the kingdom that she wanted. Now, lots of people are afraid to choose themselves because they're afraid to be alone. 
right? They're afraid to choose themselves. They're afraid to make themselves the priority because they're surrounded by people who are not used to them being the priority. And then they're afraid that once they set up that boundary and they say, they stand up for the first time and they say, I am the priority. So everything everybody else needs for right now is just taking a back seat. I'll get to it when I can, but I am, I'm the one, I'm the one. So I'm the priority. Lots of people are afraid to take that stand because they're afraid of who they're going to lose and they're afraid of being alone and they're afraid of going it alone. Here's what most people don't get. When you don't choose yourself, when you don't make you the priority, you actually are very much alone. You do not have people who have your back around you. And even if they do have your back, you can't actually receive their support because you can't receive something you're not actually giving yourself. So... If you're not choosing yourself currently, you actually are very much alone and you don't even know it. You can be in a, alone in a crowded room and that's what you're doing. But you got to get to a point at some point in your life where you say, if I want a kingdom alone by myself, I can build the kingdom that I want. Now, other people, that that's helpful. I, I welcome it. I would love other people to be on this journey with me, but they don't have to be. I don't need them to succeed. And at the end of the day, but, but here's the thing, you don't need other people to succeed, but you need to choose yourself in order to succeed. You're not going to succeed without choosing yourself first. So it's time to choose yourself. And here's the thing, there's there are people who will choose themselves, but they do it in kind of an on-the-fence manner. So they go, okay, I know I need to choose myself, so I'm kind of going to choose myself in certain situations. And then when they are presented with confrontation, when they're presented with people who are really really resistant to them being a newer version of themselves, then they back down and they go back to choosing other people first. When I say it's time to choose yourself, I don't mean it's time to choose yourself temporarily. I mean, it's time to choose yourself permanently. It's time for you to take such a big stand on choosing yourself that literally your take on it is absolutely unapologetic and clear and when people get huffy with you or they think you're stuck up or arrogant or cocky or they look at you like, oh, you just don't care. You just don't care about us. You don't do, 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 do. whatever it is. When they get to that point of being that way, you don't feel bad. You just, you just don't, I mean, here's my deal, right? This is the way I look at it. And it's going to sound pretty harsh, but if you listen to She Runs the Show, you know that I'm just going to give it to you straight. I am not responsible for anybody else's emotions. I am not responsible for how other people uh, feel about me or react to me. I'm just not taking on your emotional garbage because I'm not an emotional garbage can. So if me unapologetically saying I am choosing myself first and foremost and always, and I am the priority. And so everyone and everything else comes second. If that gets you all butt hurt and in your feelings, then you need to go see your, your therapist and work that out with your therapist. But I'm not going to change because you, you have, you feel some kind of way about how I'm standing in my life. If you don't like my stance, there's the door. If you don't like me choosing me, that also kind of tells me where I rate with you. And so I have to really look at you and say, maybe you're not actually the kind of pe person that I want to be around. Because if you don't get the necessity of me choosing me, then you're actually telling me something about how you feel about me. And so maybe I need to reevaluate our connection 
and decide whether I actually want people in my life who don't clap when I say I am choosing myself and I am the priority. Called relationship reevaluation. So at the end of the day, what am I saying and how does this connect to business? If you're not unapologetic about choosing yourself, you will put your business on the back burner. You will put yourself second. You will put your business last. <clears throat> You'll not t- put the number of hours into your business that you need to put in every day, every week, every month, every year. You will make less money because you will accept less from clients. You will uh, second guess your talents and your gifts and you'll allow yourself to feel like a dime a dozen. If you do not choose yourself and make yourself the priority, you will do all kinds of things to self-sabotage in your business and then wonder why years later your business isn't successful. Your business isn't successful because you haven't made it the priority and you haven't made it the priority because you've never been the priority for yourself. How are you going to make a business a priority when you aren't even the priority? So at the end of the day, I'm saying this, it's time to be super unapologetic about the fact that you are the priority in your life and no one will ever come above that. Now, let me just say one little caveat. When you are a brand new mother and you've got a newborn, are they the priority because they have to be fed every two hours? Hell yes. That's called a season of life that you're in, but that's a season. The moment you take something like a newborn who eats every two hours being the the priority and 12 years later, that 12-year-old is still more of a priority in your own life than you are, I got issues with you. Like you can live that and you can be that kind of mom or dad or whatever you want, but don't think you're going to build a mega empire while you're at every single soccer game, every single piano recital, every single ballet practice. Like, Let's be real, 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, and the Congress is not creating the eighth day anytime soon. You got to choose. So, yes, there are seasons where certain things become the priority, but that's very, very temporary, and that still does not change your stance on the fact that no matter who comes in or out of your life, you say, listen, just so you know, just so you know, in my world, I choose myself. First and foremost, I am the priority so I can be full so that when I'm in a relationship with you, I can actually give to you in a way that is powerful and meaningful and full of love and has no trace of obligation or resentment in it. Okay? That's how it works. You don't like it? Go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. That's it. And yeah, that may mean you have to walk the journey alone for some part of it. Next, you are alone. And alone doesn't mean lonely. So at the end of the day, either you're going to do what you have to do to unapologetically choose yourself so you can thrive in life and you can thrive in business, or you're going to make up all of these excuses and give me all of these reasons why you can't choose yourself. I don't even like the word can't. Why you won't choose yourself. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to live with what you choose and what you don't choose and who you choose, and who you don't choose. And if I were you, I'd be super scared of getting to 95 years of age, knowing that you spent an entire lifetime choosing other people over yourself. I wouldn't want to die that way. So, really think about it. If you're not choosing yourself, um, it's time you did. It's time. Nobody else is going to choose you if you don't choose you first. Just saying. 
I should have said that earlier, but nobody's going to choose you if you don't choose you. So if you're really expecting somebody else to choose you, but you actually don't make yourself the priority, that's not going to happen. They might, they might make you an option. They might, you know, choose you when they feel like it because that's how you operate with you. But if your issue is you want other people to choose you, that you've got to set the example. And so ask yourself, am I setting the example for how I'm going to be treated by other people? Do I choose me? Or am I expecting other people to do that work for me, which they never will? Not really. That's the issue. All right, everybody, choose yourself. And if you haven't checked out my latest book, The Haters Aren't Who You Think They Are, 27 Ways to Handle Family Who Don't Clap When You Win, go check out the new book, tinyurl.com forward slash 27 Ways Book. I will catch you guys on the next episode of She Runs the Show.